Firstly, I just wanted to, to say how lucky and privileged I've been to represent Australia and play the game that I love um, for so long. I grew up wanting to represent Australia and I had fun playing cricket, I loved it and um, to be able to do it for 13 years um, has been an incredible opportunity for me and I'm very thankful for, for those opportunities. I'm sad that it's, it's finishing up but um, I'm very much ready for something, something new. There's a few people who I'd like to, to thank. Um, firstly, um, mum and dad who are here and my family. Um, you go out there as a, a cricketer, I guess, and you just see the, the playing part, but um, they ride the emotions with you and they've always been there to support me no matter what, and I'm very thankful for that. I'd like to thank all my the teammates that I've I played with for Australia. It's been a privilege to play with all of you, and it's been an incredible journey, and I've loved every moment of playing for Australia, and um, I'll miss it, but... It's, it's time to, to go and see what else is out there and um, experience that. And I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing how that pans out. That was Meg Lanning announcing her retirement. Emotional and um, it's been an unbelievable career. So who better to tell us about it than former Australian cricket captain and the first lady to make a thousand runs and take a hundred wickets in ODIs. Lisa Stalaker joins us. Lisa, thanks for your time. Thank you. And why am I always coming on when you guys put the emotional bit of the <laughs> press conference. It's like, okay, okay, let me get let me get myself together for this. Yeah, it's like that. Did it did it surprise you or not? Uh, I think um, given the amount of time that she's had out of the game over the last year, um, I think we're all hoping that that things would be okay and that she would want to continue on. Um, but unfortunately like said she's kind of lost the spark and um, the motivation to play so I wasn't necessarily um, surprised but I certainly sad. Take us back to when she was first named captain at just uh, 21 years of age uh, were you surprised? Uh, yes because she hadn't uh, captained anywhere um, mm. because mm. she was always the, the bright star she was elevated up you know, to senior teams when she was still quite young. So never got that opportunity to captain. Um, certainly uh, the Australian selectors felt that she had leadership qualities um, and she took over a side that was going through a transition. All of us oldies had, had left and yep. there was a need for a new skipper and, um, you know, she was entrusted with that and, boy, has she surpassed, I'm sure, what those selectors initially thought uh, that they wanted her to do and achieve. She spoke about um, uh, what stood out in her career today, and it was amazing that with all the success, she highlighted the <laughs> 2017 Women's World Cup as you know the, the moment that sticks out and, and what she learnt from that. And I guess as sports people, we often do that, don't we, Lisa? We focus on the negatives more so than the positives, but I, I guess that catapulted her into the player and the leader that she became. Yeah, I guess you think of the success and there's a lot of wins, there's a lot of trophies in that cabinet. Um, but the, the things that define you and change your, your course or your journey um, really stick out in your mind, especially when you've had such a successful career. And 2017 was certainly that case. And I certainly I saw from the sidelines a, a change in brand, a change in attitude, 
led by Meg Lanning um, with Matthew Mott and the rest of the senior players. And, and from there, they were untouchable for such a long period of time. And the amount of success that they had, that they'll go down as um, one of our greatest sides ever. Mm. Yeah, no doubt. She made, uh, she made uh, 17 centuries. Uh, put that into perspective for us. Uh, well, she's got the his- she's got the record. She's um, the most centuries by a female player, and yet she hasn't played the amount of games as some of the other legends within the game. So it would have been scary to think yep. if she stayed within the game for another four or five years, what that number would have been. But her ability to get herself in and then go really big um, um, was a trademark of hers, and and that's why, you know, she rewrote a lot of the record books as she got into the Australian team and, and, and found her place in, in the playing 11. How caught up have you got in the, in the men's ODI World Cup? I, I love the tournament. It's been fascinating. I mean, it's been helped by the heroics of, of Glenn Maxwell, but um, what about for you? Yeah, I, I was over there for the first two weeks covering um, so, so a number of the matches. And uh, just like a lot of people who love their cricket, I've been staying up and watching the highlights the next morning of the the second innings. Um, uh, It's a tournament that has given us a lot of things uh, to discuss, um, but also from an Australian perspective, where we're clicking at the right time, albeit, you know, uh, off the hands of of one Mm. man who was on one leg, (laughs) maybe even not even one leg. Um, He looked like he was in that much pain, but the Australians have secured their spot within the semifinals and, you know they're a team that know how to win crucial matches. So uh, look out to we meet. It's been a lot of discussion over the last uh, three months about the spirit of cricket. Do you deal with that much as a player? Uh, well, it, it's it's discussed a lot by us, uh, commentators, pundits, journalists. Um, and then when things happen that go against traditionalists, I would say, that then that sparks the debate, um, mm. but the game is moving on and people mm. um, are, f- are figuring out the smart cricketers know the rules and they play within it um, and rules are rules, right? And uh, we're getting down to people's livelihoods and it, it's, it's, it's more than just the game. Um, so I think that that spirit of cricket in that grey area, um, I think it's very hard to judge unless you're in that same situation yourself. So should people appeal when they think they've heard something rather than when they know they've heard something? Or should they appeal when they know that when they know it's not out, but we might just have a crack anyway? Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. Um, I think uh, Michael Vaughan um, on CrickBuzz actually said, everyone, every game goes against the spirit of the game. There's something that they do that isn't within the spirit. Mm. So let's just park that, move on and call it how we see it. Um, and I think he's, he's, he's quite wise in, in that term. What about the use of technology? All, all sports are facing this. We've been discussing it tonight, even about you know, sending players off in a, in a rugby or a footy game by using the video technology. Even, even Joe Root, he, he, he was sure he took a catch last night against yep. the Netherlands. And mm-hmm. to me, it looked like a catch, but other people would say, no, no, that, that hit the ground. Have they got that right, do you think? Uh, look, I th- I've always, and I've said this on commentary, um, whenever you go upstairs to check um, whether the ball has been cleanly taken, it never looks good. Mm. Um, just because we don't have the technology, like it's 2D, right? And we're, it's 4D, it's... Um, 
360 degrees and we don't have cameras that capture everything. So, I, I mean, I'm of the belief that you trust the fielder. They know when they've taken it. Um, so I kind of still kind of err on that side. Um, so I felt for Joe Root because he genuinely felt that he had taken it, but the footage wasn't there to, to confirm that. And, and sometimes that can be quite costly. We're seeing that, you know, um, some decisions are, are causing a lot of issues for certain players and then also teams in tournaments. Even in the WBBL, we've seen a lot of controversy around the live stream games and third umpire not being used. Mm. Lisa, we'll uh, see you as part of the Channel 7 team. As always, the WBBL doubleheader tomorrow. Sydney Thunder take on the Melbourne Stars before Sydney Sixers and the Hobart Hurricanes from 3 p.m. on 7. Mate, appreciate your time and your reflections on uh, an Aussie great. That's Meg Lanning and her retirement today. No worries. Thanks, guys.